The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired to them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring him. Bring, bring, when you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. In all of Christian artwork, some of my least favorite is that of the three kings, the three magi. If you look just at the crash below the uh, ambo here, you will see three kings beautifully adorned, fresh, clean-shaven, looking as if they are right out of the hotel or something like that. Now, personal experience tells me that that a trip with two of your friends, regardless of how close your friends are to you, of this distance and time is probably not beneficial for your friendship. After college, I went on a road trip for two and a half weeks with two of my good buddies from college. And at the end of it, the car was disgusting, and I wanted nothing to do with either one of these guys. We were dirty, we'd been sleeping on like the side of the road, we were, just, we were slumming it for three weeks, and we were not happy when we got back. We were not the best of friends. And so when I see the Magi so clean, so ready to serve the Lord, so beautiful, I just can't help but wonder if that was the case. That here they were traveling through the desert a thousand miles on camels, that they would have gotten there and they would have been filthy. They would have been tired. They would have been anything but pristinely dressed, 
ready for Christ. And I think this is important because the story of the Magi is one of the great examples and great roadmaps of our own discipleship with the Lord. And how, how does that work? Well, for all of us, whether it's in the waters of baptism as an infant or later in life or throughout our life at different times, we are first prompted by an external impetus. God shows himself to us first. The Magi see the star. We see the light of Christ somehow, somewhere in the world, and we are intrigued. And we desire to know it. And we desire to understand it. And we start to search for the source. We start to look for God. Or what the source of that star is if we don't know it to be God. And here's the beautiful thing, that in that search, we find maybe a small group, maybe just two others, but we find other people who are also searching for that star, searching to understand, to experience, to see what that star is leading them toward. And when we start to walk together with our brothers and sisters in this search for truth, in this search for beauty, in this search for goodness, the challenge then is thrown down before us. We start to share our church. We start to tell people that we're praying more. We start to change our lives. We are recognizing the brokenness, the sins, and we start to change, and people start to notice. And you'll notice in the gospel today that it's not just Herod who is shocked by the search of this Magi. It is all of Jerusalem. At some point in our walk toward the star, toward the light of Christ, we are challenged from without. We are challenged by our friends, maybe. We are challenged. We are told that what we're seeking is either scandalous or not real, or you're wrong, you're wasting your time. And yet then God again shows himself to us. God never abandons us. In our darkest hour, he again shows us the star just as he showed it to the Magi in Jerusalem. And we have to make a choice. Do we allow our friends, our family, all these people who are coming down upon us, telling us, you're wrong to believe. You're wrong to search. You're misguided in your beliefs. Or do we choose to walk again Do we choose all the more to pick up and go toward that star? And on the other side is an authentic encounter with Jesus Christ. And this is why I think it's so important, at least for me artistically, to show the Magi a bit disheveled, a bit road-weary, a bit tired. Because when we get to the Lord, we don't come pristinely dressed. We don't come on a mountaintop. Oftentimes we come from the depths of our valleys. We come from the dirtiest and most difficult and darkest places. We search for the star because the light shines brightest against the darkness. And when we get there, the Lord shows us himself. The Lord enlightens our darkness. I can't help but think that when the Magi got there, they brought these marvelous kingly gifts and then they saw the Christ child and they couldn't help but think how inadequate these gifts were. Here is goodness, beauty, and truth itself. And I'm offering him myrrh or gold or frankincense. 
But this is what the Lord wants from us. That when we come to Him, to give us whatever, to give Him whatever we have. To give Him our hearts. To give Him whatever gold, frankincense, and myrrh we have. Whatever little offering we have. Because the Lord wants us. He is a zealous lover. And when He comes to us, when He calls us toward Him, when we go, it is He who then sends us back, changed, and by another route. This happens, this path that we have just walked through, that the Magi walked through, is something that happens throughout our life. It's not just a one time I come, I meet Jesus, I'm good to go. It's something we have to come back to again and again and again. We are training for heaven. We are fighting for Christ. It's not something easy. It's not something once and for all, but something that requires us again and again and again to look for the light of Christ, to search after Him, to put up with hardships, encounter Him, and then go on our way. But here's how the story of the Magi is incomplete. St. Paul fills, us into it, in, it fills it in for us today. St. Paul says that he has become a steward of the graces of God for the benefit of others. When we encounter Christ and go on our way, it is not just for me. It is for all. This last week I spent in Chicago in the bitter cold at a convention with about 23 of our students and 8,000 Catholic University students from all over this country. And they were there not just to encounter Christ, although I hope many of them did, not just to learn about their faith a little more, although I hope all of them did, but to be trained to be stewards of the gifts of God, to be trained so that when they go back to their campuses, they can share that experience. They can invite their friends into this journey. And this is the call for all of us, not just to go on this journey with the Magi, but to bring others with us, to invite our brothers and sisters, to invite those who have fallen away, those who have grown weary, to walk with us, to pick them up, to be the stewards of God's graces. The light of Christ is shining. The light of Christ is beaming toward you in your life. Maybe it's through the muck and the mire. Maybe you see it clearly. Walk toward that light. Let that light become the light that burns in your heart. In baptism, you were told, receive the light of Christ. Look for it. Follow that star. Encounter the Lord. Share those gifts with your brothers and sisters. And the world will be a place on fire, not with hatred, not with division, not with envy or wrath, but with the love and mercy of God. Look for your star.